Hello there, I'm Satsunami, a variety streamer on Twitch. Recently I've been playing games like Red Dead Redemption 2, Fall Guys, and the widely beloved Sonic 06. If that sounds like your cup of tea, then you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube under the name Satsunami42. As always, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, stay hydrated. Speaking of business, we are... Yeah, I think that is... As nearly done. So what we're going to go on to is a new section um, that was started and this is basically where I ask people um, just before, like a couple of days before we go live, if they've got any questions about the topic that we're going to talk about. So I put out a notice on the Discord and we actually got quite a few um, questions, like really good ones actually. Yeah. Yeah, so the first one comes from Marta, who says, What does your perfect horror game have to include, and what's essential to make it perfect? So I think, yeah, we had answered that in the last question. Atmosphere. Ab- atmosphere. The broken, creepy record that I sounded this whole yeah. <laughs> Atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, Adam, there's going to be a test on this. You do know that, right? I bet it's the one I don't get right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. So our next question comes from Brian who says Do you think you will ever again encounter Thomas Thomas? And if so, will you be able to vanquish him once and for all and rid us all of his torment? Do you want to explain this one or will I? I think I think you should because you've got the personal history with Thomas Thomas. I, I wasn't there for that, um, oh, that episode. Sure. So I feel like I've got to leave it to you. So basically, in the game Phasmophobia, when you go in, the game like randomly generates a name for the ghost that you're supposed to read out. So I was playing with, I think it was Sade and Stephen again, and it, it, it was weird because we were reading... We were basically reading the... <laughs> how to put this? Yeah, we were reading like the board that tells you who's... Um, who the ghost is going to be. And there was this one ghost who was literally called Thomas Thomas. And ever since then, it's became kind of a running joke, especially when like other people encounter him. And it's, you know, that like you're looking at the screen, like, hold on a minute. But I was like, no wonder he's a like angry ghost. Honestly, no wonder, because if I was called Thomas Thomas, I would, I would, I would be a bit peeved. I'm not going to lie. I would be a bit peeved. I want to take it out on the world, I think. (laughs) Yeah. So Craig is asking, what was the first horror game you played? So for me personally, it's probably Left 4 Dead, I would say. Like if it's the first horror game, like I sat down and kind of played all the way through, definitely. Um, Otherwise, it's just like themed levels, I suppose. Like the Time Splitters level where you go into the Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's actually a creepy one. That's a good I never thought of that. Oh. That's actually a really creepy one. Yeah. That's a good one. Because uh, horror moments in non-horror games. I remember getting really terrified at that because, yeah, it's like it's a game that's like a very fun arcadey shooter game, and then all of a sudden there's a level where you have to go into a haunted house, and uh, without spoiling it because honestly you have to see it like to believe it, but there is just a turning point where you meet a particular person and it's just like what what is this game? It's an amazing game, but you're just sitting there thinking. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, I just remember the 
I remember the moose that comes bursting out of the wall. That terrified me. Yeah, that was the one I was talking about. <laughs> oh, it is terrifying, though, isn't it? It, is, it was so scary when I first came oh, I didn't expect it because you're just sitting there thinking oh it's a good shooter and then all of a sudden bam dead moose you're like oh no <laughs> not again <laughs> not again but yeah sorry um, what was your first game Adam? yeah so as I said like first experience was like the kind of House of the Dead arcade cabinets yeah uh, like early 2000s late 90s but then first proper uh, horror game was Bioshock um, that was the first one I played and then after that Alan Wake I think was maybe the next one oh, Alan of Wake course. Dead Space I played them yeah. roughly about the same time so yeah, yeah. those are my first horror games no good choices good choices um, so now we've actually got a couple from Wonko the Sane who I have to admit like, I was really impressed by some of these questions when I was oh, reading yeah. through them so his first question is what is the right balance to be struck between player agency and experiencing horror so basically, what's better? Like if a character has a gun, no gun, or limited ammo? So I'll let you answer first. It's, that's a, it's a really difficult one. Um, it's a really good question as well. It's a really difficult one because I think it really depends on the game you're playing. And I don't know if I can have a definitive answer for this one. I'm going to be terrible and, and sit right on the fence. Um, but like, just look at the the three games that I picked. So Observer is one where you have it's Outlast style. You have no yeah. means of defense apart from hiding and running. That's mm-hmm. the only two you have. But then the other two I picked. Well, actually, no, Alien Isolation is the same as well. And um, for most for the for the Alien itself, like you can only really defend yourself mm-hmm. briefly. But then obviously Bioshock, you have the, you know you have guns yeah. and and everything to defend yourself. So I guess maybe then like I maybe I'll, I'm going to sit firmly on the fence, but I'm going to lean slightly towards. I think it's more scary to have enemies that you can't, you, that you can't mm-hmm. like just kill. I think maybe a bit more. So does, does that come down on the player agency side? Is that the? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll lean a bit more player agency. Uh, I think. I think. I think Resident Evil Seven did a good job of that as well of like having enemies that you could like defend yourself against, but then being like very tough and you know yeah quite like challenging. So yeah, I'll lean. I'll lean toward player agency. But a good question. But ooh, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, I I would have to agree with you there, um, because as I said, like all the horror games that I've chosen are mainly non-combative ones. Like you can't fight really. There's ways you can technically defend yourself in Phasmophobia, but I haven't found them. That's why I keep dying in it. Work <laughs> out the smudge sticks. Oh, exactly. Yeah, as as long as I can throw the crucifix at the right time, yeah, maybe I'll have a chance. But. Yeah, I mean, I've played games where, like, obviously Left 4 Dead, but I wouldn't really count that as, like, a major horror game. Like, I suppose the other example is Resident Evil. I've played a bit of some of the games, and I have to admit, even though you've got a gun, I mean, I suppose it's like, I haven't played it, but I know of it. Is it Resident Evil 2 that's got Mr. X in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems almost like that, that you can shoot certain enemies. But when it comes to, you know, when it comes to the big bad guy, there's like no way to defend. Yeah. Almost. And I think that, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure Outlast 2 kind of fixed that in the sense that you were allowed to push certain people away. 
But I remember that's one of the things I was annoyed at in the very first Outlast game, that you couldn't push away, like, just the normal guys, yeah. or guys without weapons. But, yeah, it was just, like, everybody, everybody who you came up against, like, you couldn't touch them, you couldn't do anything. You just had to run and pray for the best. And it was just, like, ugh. But, yeah, I would say, I mean, personally for me, I definitely think, like, not having the means to defend yourself and you having to be, like, the sole... I suppose, protector of your character rather than them at least having a gun and being able to defend themselves. Yeah, yeah I'd definitely go for player agency um, with that one. So this is another interesting question from Uncle. He says, are horror games actually horror or are they more terror and which do you prefer? So the way he split it up is terror is more like the tension and apprehension before a scary event happens. Whereas the horror is just like the disgust, panic, or revulsion at actually experiencing the scary event. Yeah. So like basically, I suppose like seeing something that's going to stick with you. Ooh, it's it's a it's a it's a tricky one as well. Again, um, mm-hmm. I think I'd probably more tempted to say the terror mm-hmm. aspect of it. I think a lot of it is, and especially the ones that I've really enjoyed, mm-hmm. I think has been the kind of anticipation, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not even been so much the the event that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like is in something memory. It's more like it's how I felt, and I remember how like uneasy and how tense I was, like playing games and stuff. So I think for me, it's the terror side of it that like sticks with it, sticks with you more. But again, again there are some examples where things happen, like as the actual horror side, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know, you sharp and take a breath and yeah. scream. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with the terror side. I think. Yeah, I would say the terror as well. After that, I feel as if if you have. Like, I know we said it before where it's like you have to have that kind of balance, but I feel as if if you have too much horror, then it becomes boring. Which I know sounds like, it sounds kind of like insensitive to be like, oh, so many bodies. But it's like, if you keep getting hit by, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's all over again, where the first couple of times, like the horror just hits you right in the face and you think, oh my God, what happened? Whereas... If you, you know, keep getting hit by the horror, then, I mean, it loses its, not its charm, but it loses its impact, I yeah. think. Um, whereas I think, I would say, I would agree with you in saying more terror. Because um, I think the terror definitely paralyzes you and makes you think, like, especially for Phasmophobia. Like, genuinely, see, when I bought the game, I was, like, hyped. I was right and ready to be, like, oh, I'm going to go in, I'm going to make some jokes, oh, this is going to be fun. And then as soon as I took one step in that door and the, like, ambient music played, I was like, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I was genuinely like, I've made a terrible mistake. Turning on the lights, like, I, I do not know why I've done this, why have I done this, why did I say I would stream this? <laughs> Honestly, it's just like, oh, it does such a good job. But yeah, terror, I would say. Um, So the next question is, what was the most memorable moment when a non-horror game suddenly became or behaved like one? I'll let you go first. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so no, I already mentioned Ravenholm, um, Half-Life oh, 2, which is one that's really mm-hmm. stuck with me. And there's a couple of other ones, actually, that have been smaller moments, not not even, like, whole levels. But um, I don't know. Do you ever play Metal Gear Solid 2? Um, I've played bits of it. Have but... you ever played the bit where, like, you know you have the colonel who's, like, speaking to you through, like, who's your kind of main, like... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's a bit later on in the game where he freaks out and he goes, oh, it's like the visuals change and he's telling you all this like random, like just mm-hmm. nonsensical stuff. And it's it's really creepy. Like, and like you're, you're like later on in the game and stuff. And it's just like, he's just bringing you up at random points. And some points he's like a skull. Other points he's like not facing you. And he's telling all this random, that mm-hmm. really. I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, there's one point where he tells you to turn off your like, console, which I remember a friend of mine saying he was playing late at night once. And then the colonel put it said, turn off your console. And he was like, okay. And he like, switched it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's maybe the most effective example of, of, of like that kind of mm-hmm. concept. I mean, is that not a thing in the first, um, I haven't played it, but I know of it, the first uh, Metal Gear Solid game where it's like, I think, is it Praying Mantis or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Psycho Mantis. Psycho Mantis, sorry. Praying Mantis, same thing. Psycho Mantis, yeah, he ends up, like, reading the games on your memory card, yeah. apparently, and he says yeah. things like, oh, I see you've been playing Ban- eh, Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, and it's like, I-, I can imagine, like, being young and, like, hearing that and being like, how did he know? How did he know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a clever. it's a really clever mechanic, I have to admit. Um, yeah. It is a really cool mechanic. I like it. Um, it's really good. Soft um, I suppose. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to quickly say we're like um, there's one bit in Batman Arkham Asylum, um, where your first encounter with like Scarecrow leading up to that, you you go into a morgue. Um, oh, of course. Like, you, you, do you know what I'm talking about that? Yeah. Or like, Thing like you're in it a couple of times, and then like you know Bruce Wayne's parents, like you open the body bag, and Bruce Wayne's parents are in them, and then like the yeah. um, I don't know what you I'm going to call them lockers. That's not at all what they're called, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like so they store the dead body. I'm just calling them lockers now, yeah. but they they start like opening up and going crazy, and like there's a voice being like get out of here, get out, and it's real really freaks mm-hmm. me out when I put it the first time. And then the last one I thought of was in this game called Gone Home, which I don't know if you've heard of. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a kind of walking. It's one of these walking simulator ones where you like you're kind of a you've been like a, you're like a, a teenager's been off on like a gap year and you like come back to your your parents' house and like your sister's missing and stuff and you have to kind of like explore the house. There's a bit where you have to go like down into the basement mm-hmm. of the house. And it's proper. It, it really like sets up like the yeah. the tension, everything. It's really scary. And you find some secret passages um, mm-hmm. in the house and stuff, and that really kind of puts you on edge. You find some like kind of spooky stuff there, yeah. which is cool um so yeah those were the those were the three that really for me kind of stood out yeah, those are good choices i have to admit i mean going back to like what i was saying before other than the harry potter one which was honestly never again honestly it it sullied my opinion on trolls that's all i'll say <laughs> but i mean other than i think one of the other ones this is kind of like a weird one but did you ever play any of the old like 3d sonic games uh, no, apart from apart from the um, what one did I play? At yours um, is it Sonic? That Sonic Adventure. Yeah, uh huh, that's the one. That's the one that I played. I mean, I, I suppose it's like the same in even the two D Sonic games, but there's always a bit where see if you're underwater, and oh, that's it. Yeah, it, it's the music which really freaked me out because it is. It's just like that urgency, and then the counter just slowly going five, four, three, and it's like, oh, your cartoon hedgehog's gonna die. And you're like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then that's it. And like, it just ends and you have to restart. But it's like, those like couple of moments where it just hits you, you're like, oh my goodness. But... I know, I that one being, especially at like a young age, being an absolute like 
scarring you. Because I remember there was a level, like, there's a level in Sonic Adventure 2 where at the very end you have to, like, go underwater for, like, extended periods of time. And you can, like, get the air bubbles and everything, but it's, like, really difficult to get through that level if you don't have, like, a particular item to breathe underwater. And I didn't know about this, like, until... I think like later on, this was still the days of dial-up internet, so it's like I didn't, I didn't really know what to do until I realised you had to go back to a level, you had to collect the item and all of that. But before then, it was just hearing that music just traumatised me. I was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like being underwater. And I remember like replaying that in stream, and there was like someone in the chat who had said, <laughs> he'd basically said oh my god, this is terrifying, I don't like this. And I'm like, well, you and me both, I, I do not like doing this. <laughs> and the final question is, and this is quite a good one, Wonko, like genuinely, I, I was really like, oh, this is interesting, is what is the main appeal of horror games? Is it a cathartic release of fear and psychological tension? Um, where you're purging yourself of negativity and anxiety? Or is it just the adrenaline? adrenaline, can't speak, a thrill of playing on the edge of your seat and being scared. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really good one as well. Like I think it has to be the first one. I think it has to be that kind of catharsis. Because like I, I think the kind of getting that adrenaline ride is great as well. But I'm not sure if I if there wasn't the catharsis like I'd want to play many of these games because I think I would just be too like wound up. Like, you know, but when I was playing them or by the time I finished that, I'd be mm. like, that's just too stressful. Like, I think of something like Emily wants to play, which mm. like I've never been able to finish it because the last level is just too overwhelming and there's just yeah. too much too much happening. And it's just like, I don't know, like maybe there's that catharsis, but there's too much for me to get to that. So it has to be that. I think it's that catharsis that really, yeah, as you as like you were saying, mm. just gets you like, oh, it feels like you're releasing. Like, I can I can sleep like a baby tonight. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, uh, like purge of everything. So yeah, yeah definitely for me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, as I said, like horror games were never really my go-to. Like when I was younger, like obviously I was more into like kind of shooter games or platformer games or basically games where I had more control over what was happening on screen, really. But I think, I mean, technically, I think the first exposure, kind of going way back to what we were talking about before, was the zombie mode and like Call oh, of Duty yeah. and things and I feel as if like that was kind of the first hook like I, playing it initially I was really terrified because I didn't want to be obviously overwhelmed by all the zombies and just the screaming and the noises but definitely like last uh, month as well when I said to everyone oh I'm going to play like a spooky game a week and everything and you almost get like addicted to playing some of them I have to say <laughs> Like, it's great, isn't it? It's so right. Yeah, like, so as I said, I played um, Outlast, got really, like, into it, and I was like, oh, this this game was great. I wonder what I'm playing next week. And then I played um, Little Nightmares, and then I thought, oh, this is a good one as well. It's different, but it's good. Then I played Condemned, and I was like, yeah, it's good, I get. You know, it's like, because you've had, like, so many scares before, it's like you're kind of looking for that next scare, almost. Yeah. Like, like the horror genre definitely isn't something I would actively seek, but I see once you started playing a game like it, or you're in that kind of mindset where you're thinking, I want to play a game that's going to scare me silly, then definitely. Um, Get that weird. Yeah. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, you just kind of get... Because I remember I was talking to one of my friends off stream about that and she was saying, oh my goodness, you're addicted. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It's like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the next scary game. And, oh, goodness me. So the final question, um, which was brought up by good old Greenshield, is, and, and this one as well was really interesting, is there a horror movie that you would like a game of, and vice versa, is there a horror game that you would like to see a movie for? And he's putting brackets here, excluding the obvious answer of Deadly Premonition. I don't want to see a film with that because, like, I no way anybody can capture the the absolute ma- unless Swery's directing it. There's oh, no yeah. anybody can come close to the the the, the flawed genius <laughs> that is dead premonition. Or Lynch, you never know. I mean, oh, that, that's Lynch, true. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be a dream come true for him. Yeah. To be honest, that is true. Yeah. We can hope. Oh, I mean, for me, I suppose in terms of like a horror movie, yeah, I would like a game of. I suppose Scream. Like, I don't think it does. Scream have like a game. I don't actually know to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm not aware of. Because I know like Friday the Thirteenth has one and all of that, but I don't know if that would just turn into the same kind of game. Like, is Dead by Day? Because I know Dead by Daylight technically has uh, Ghostface, like the main antagonist of it, in that game. So it's like. Don't know if it would just be the same game, you know. I mean, I don't. I think there was rumors of a game. I think there maybe even rumors recently of a game that was coming out. I think Scream got the the Ghostface got added to that um, Dead by Daylight. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it would just be the same as that though, where it's just one person's a killer and then he's just hunting the like, other survive. I mean, other ways you could you could do it as well. Like it's an interesting. Like I think it's a good one. Like I didn't think about that as like a movie is being one but i think you could do something interesting with that um the one have you got any others or yeah no i'll let you answer first because i've got a real like bone to pick with the second part of the question (laughs) fair enough like the one that like i'm gonna i'm gonna slightly i'm gonna slightly cheat here because Mm -hmm. this this horror film has been made into a game and it's actually supposed to be quite a good game it was like out on the original xbox and Mm -hmm. playstation 2 um but i was thinking the thing uh, oh. John Carpenter, one I like, and it apparently has been made into like a quite a quite a decent game already in um, the early two thousands. But I thought like just because the kind of for anybody who's not seen, have you seen the thing? Have you? Um, that's another one that I have to kind of watch. No, that's fair enough. Like, no. I, like I don't have, I don't have anybody else like listening as as like seen the thing or knows of it. But the basic kind of um thing that sorry, the thing, the basic <laughs> thing, it's a lot about like. It's a lot about um, kind of mistrust and like, mm-hmm. you know, like deception. People not like being sure like who's been infected by this alien and like who's not and stuff. And I thought you could make like a, I think you could make a cool kind of game, draw kind of game based on that. Where I don't know quite how you would do it, but if you could do something where you had like different NPCs and everything, and you weren't sure who to trust, but at the mm-hmm. same time they weren't sure about you, and perhaps there were things you could do to um, like to gain people's trust and, and things like that. Again, I'm not sure how it would work, work, but I think if you could do something kind of cool like that, I think it would be a really interesting game um, with kind of mechanic like that. Uh, the only other one that I, I thought of was like, I thought about Pan's Labyrinth. And again, I'm not, I'm not sure again Ooh. how much Pan's Labyrinth counts as a horror film, but there's definitely kind of elements of it. Oh, that, that, yeah. Cool world. I mean, that'd that... be a cool 
world to explore because you've got the dual horror of there's kind of the fantasy horror mm-hmm. elements to it as well but there's also like the, the kind of main horror elements of living in like a, a fascist society so you have like both those bits so i thought like if you could do something like cool in that kind of universe would be good um but you know knowing knowing the track mm-hmm. the history of like yeah knowing the kind of track record of like video game movies and stuff i was just watching a, a video of some really bad like uh, video game like horror, uh, um, video game horror kind of movies. Like, mm-hmm. go check out like '92s like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh for a dip, yeah, Keanu Reeves like karate kicking bats. <laughs> stands out to me, but yeah, those are the two that I thought might be kind of interesting ones. That film was amazing, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> the game as well. Oh, totally. Yeah, um, but yeah, in terms of the horror game to see a movie. I don't know if it just falls into the same trap of video game movie, therefore it's going to be bad. Because um, I know, yeah. is it Uwe Boll, his name is? Or oh, Uwe yeah. Boll, who's yeah. like an infamous German director who does all of the, like, I can't remember if he did Eternal Darkness or something Darkness. He does he like. Did. He did. Yeah, he did Eternal Darkness. Yeah, he does oh, like. Alone in the Dark. Sorry. Alone in the Dark, sorry, that's the one. Yeah, so there's been like loads of horror films that are just absolutely terrible. I mean, you've got like all of his collection, like, and yeah, I'm just trying to think of the other ones. Like, you've got Silent Hill, you've got. Yeah. Um, the Resident Evil, quite a few. Yeah, Resident Evil, did you say? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. quite a mm-hmm. lot of those ones. Yeah, no, that's true. Oh god, it's just uh, it's it's horrific. <laughs> so I don't I don't think I would like to see like a horror, um, unless it was Among Us. But um, uh, I feel as if I'm living the fear. Like I wouldn't be surprised if someone like picked up and made like a phasmophobia film or something similar. And the you only reason, it's a Freddy though. Oh, so Jesus. I feel like phasmophobia yeah. is not long for. Couple, you give it a couple years, they'll be making it. I think the one that made me laugh the most was Slenderman because I know technically that's not a game, but it was like the character, then it was the series, then it was the game, and then like a couple of years later, when it wasn't relevant anymore, it became like a film, and you thought, yeah. Why? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a bit late for that party, but oh well. Oh, God. We'll get a Phasmophobia one ten years from now, probably, then. That is true. But no, I think that is us nearly at the end. Um, I'm just going to have a quick look through the chat just to see what we've missed. Um, earlier, Wonko, when we were talking about like scary scenes from games that shouldn't have been scary, Wonko brought up um, the scene of the flood. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, like the one that's like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, when you yeah, first that, meet them. Yeah, that that was one that's that was one that scarred me as a child, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, definitely. Um Skelly Jane had said, if you were a character in a horror game, who would die first? To which Greenshield replies, Satsu, he makes puns, always dies first. And you know what? I agree with that. That's a convincing <laughs> argument, but I think it would be me, to be honest. Like I think I would just do something really dumb. Like, I don't know, I'd be that one who, like, hears a noise and then be like, oh, I'm just going to go off and investigate that and then, you know, find me until, like, a couple hours later and you find my, like, severed head or something, like, in a fridge. Is but it? I think oh, that's the thing, though. Is it, or is it, like, the Scooby-Doo scenario where neither of us die because we're both that terrified that we run away? <laughs> that's true. I do feel like I would just be like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it on this one. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Either that, or I get the directions wrong and I go to the wrong house. I'm just in these like perfectly fine house, just creeping around. <laughs> that is true. Like I mean, in my house, like whenever I turn on the heat and you hear like all the pipes like kind of banging and everything, and it's like. I remember the first time like I'd moved in and I was like, what the hell is that? You know, thinking, oh God, there's someone upstairs. And it's like, no, it's just, just pipes. <laughs> it's like nothing exciting. Um, the other thing Greenshield has said was for, in terms of like scary things in games, saying the noise for being low on Hearts and Zelda is another one. And also in Pokemon, um, like when your Pokemon's poisoned in the outer world. And yeah, it's quite scary that noise. Or it's not scary, but it gives you like kind of anxiety when you're like walking around and you know your Pokemon's like that much closer to death. And what was the last one? Oh yeah. Um so Skeleton had brought up um, missing the obvious choice for horror film to game, Ice Queen help Ed with his alcoholism. Now, she's also followed up by saying, I really hope you've seen this at Tsunami. I think we watched it with you, otherwise that reference will have made no sense. Is that the one that they get like trapped in the ski lodge because there's an avalanche? Yeah, the avalanche buries the ski lodge and they're, they're, they're trapped with the Ice Queen. Everybody go everybody go get a copy of Ice Queen. It's it's it's, it's well worth. I don't, it doesn't matter how much you have to pay. It's, 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 trust me. <laughs> It's amazing. Yes, oh. make it make it queen. I can't believe I didn't think of it. Yeah, yes. me neither. Oh, I've forgotten the obvious one. Birdemic. Oh, Birdemic. That would make a hell of a game. It's like it's like duck hunt, <laughs> but just like duck a, hunt for our times. Yeah, duck hunt for. <laughs> I don't even know what the recent gen is. It Gen X or the? I don't even know. Oh. Yeah, let's um, say Gen X. Oh, the millennials, why not? I know we are technically millennials, but you know what? Those damn millennials ruining it with their duck hunts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. oh, my goodness. Um, Gen Z. Yeah, thank you, Greenshield, for clarifying. Greenshield was also saying, I also mentioned earlier about the Polar Express game. One scene in the game was terrifying. I don't actually remember that. No, I, I mean, I remember the creepy visuals of the film. But... Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks' face and, like, mocap is just... That is enough for me. Especially at that time, you're like, oh, no. Yeah, horror games. If, if, you, can't, if you can't love them, don't play them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> is there any advice you would give, Adam, for any final words of wisdom you would give for anyone wanting to play a horror game? I think... I think, like, I would say, if you do want to play a horror game, I'd say play it, play, try and play one by yourself, just to experience mm-hmm. it. But then also, like, I know it's obviously difficult in the in these times now. But you know, if, yeah. if, if time we ever are allowed to visit, or maybe people are allowed to visit people in some places. So yeah. if you are allowed to visit people, or when we are allowed to, like, try and play one with like a friend or a couple of friends or some people, because I think they're two very, they're two really good experiences, different in their own ways, but like they do make for a lot of fun. I think there is something quite fun about like just sitting like sitting together and playing a horror even if you're just watching somebody play it's almost yeah. like a kind of like bonding experience so i'd say try try both try both things because th- there is fun to be had there, there, are, there are they are quite fun and there are some really good ones out there that are actually like really good games in their own right so yeah, yeah give them a try you know what's what's the worst that could happen everything please don't sue me when <laughs> when the worst happens <laughs> 
So his name's Adam, and he is on <laughs> Chats and Abigail. <laughs> That's it. End it. End it. Oh, God. Yeah. So on that, <laughs> on that note, um, don't worry, I'll post um, Adam's details. Um, if you want to get in touch, to sue him. <laughs> nah, jokes aside. So, yeah, um, as always, thank you all so, so much for dropping by and joining us um, as we talk about our experiences with good old horror games. And thank you again, Adam, for joining me again this week. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me back again. This, this is a lot of fun. And thank everybody for your questions as well. They were they were really, really good and actually really thought-provoking. So, yeah, thanks all round. Yeah, no, they definitely were. I was actually reading them and I was saying to you, like, off-stream, uh, Adam, like, oh, my God, look at these questions. <laughs> like, yeah. I had... So good. Uh, yeah, I had to, like, go away and have, like, a really good think about it. Like, huh... What do I think of this? <laughs> Re-evaluating re- my life choices. Jeez, oh, can't even speak. That's how petrified I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. But yeah, so, yeah, on that note, um, we are, yeah, we're going to wrap up here. So, Skelly Jen, oh, that's interesting. Definitely do a chat on female characters and games. Would love to hear your opinions. That would be quite interesting. Just yeah. See, the real gems are in the chat. <laughs> you know, sometimes... Sometimes... Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I think, is it the co-host? And I'm like, no, it's the chat. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I should be annoyed, but really... You're, you're right. I can't answer that. Oh, I'm only joking. Kind of. Um. <laughs> damn it, damn it. Where's the, where, where's the end stream button? <laughs> 